Um, and you can't let, you know, the downs get you down. You just got to keep going because in the end, if you look back and you didn't have any challenges or anything like that, what did you learn? You know, where are you? What's going on? You're listening to episode 33 of the Perspective Podcast, and I'm your host, Scotty Russell of Perspective Collective. This show is all about giving you a weekly encouraging push to scratch that creative itch. So whether you work a day job or maybe you're just doubting your creative abilities, just know you have something to offer this world, and this show is just a nice little push for you to pursue that work. I am coming off the week of attending Creative South. I am extremely fired up i'm still trying to catch my voice back but i am mentally charged up and ready to go it was an amazing experience and this week i'm actually headed out to crop conference to give a talk this coming friday so if you're there it would be awesome come say what's up i can't wait to chop it up with you and you know see what baton rouge is all about never been there before this week on the episode I have Brooke Robinson of Good Type. So if you're a letterhead junkie, a type junkie, you know who Brooke is. You know who uh, Good Type is. And it is just an honor to have her on this show. She's done so much for me and so much for other creatives like you and featuring your work and building this lettering community to what it is today. Last I saw recently, she had over 750,000 followers and she's soon going to eclipse that 1 million mark and... Brooke's become a good friend of mine and has played a massive role in who I've become today as an artist and my role in encouraging other creatives. So without further ado, let's get into the episode with Brooke. Brooke, it is awesome to have you. Thank you so much for being here on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's exciting to finally get to meet you, sort of. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, for those who don't know, Brooke and I have kind of gone off and on for a couple years now through emails and social media, and I just have to publicly start off by thanking her. I've done it in emails probably a million times, but a huge reason I've had any success or confidence is by good type is featured my work a long time ago where I felt like a shitty artist and I felt like I had nowhere to go and I caught a little feature when good type had like 10,000 followers and it gave me the validation I needed to you know put my shit together and really pursue my art so I need to thank Brooke first off so thank you so much uh it's my pleasure you guys are the reason I do what I do and why I'm still here so pleasure's all mine and thank you awesome well Tell us a little bit about yourself and what does a typical day in the life of Brooke look like? Because I know you're a super busy person too. By busy, I mean productive. Yes. Yeah. I'm so, I'm mostly productive, but I'm sometimes just busy. Um, so let's see. I'm a Texas girl. I grew up in Fort Worth and I went to school out in West Texas. I went to Texas Tech University in Lubbock. Uh, and then I finally made my way down to Austin in uh, December of 2008, and I've been here ever since. I uh, got a gig working for a local retailer called Tyler's when I first moved here, and it's a, a really cool shop. We have eight stores now, and I eventually got myself in in doing graphic design, doing all their t-shirts and things like that, and uh, 
So yeah, and today is actually my last official day there at Tyler's. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of nuts. We can get into that later, but uh, it's a good thing. And let's see, a day in the life of, well, it used to be getting up and commuting an hour and going into the office, working till five, coming home, trying to get a bike ride in there, uh, either in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening after work. And let's see, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Um, I don't have time for it unless it's like a good documentary or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think I'll just be, uh, probably I, I'm always staring at a computer, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately more often than I'd like to, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not that exciting. I try to travel when I can and go to see my folks in Fort Worth and walk my dog Teddy. And yeah, it's not too not too exciting, but I'm on the computer a lot <laughs> and I try to make up for it by staying on the bike. Yeah, I will say I always see photos of you traveling or on a bicycle like I couldn't yeah. do it. I, I can bike yeah. like a mile and I'm good. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think you're in the gym, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 my, my release is throwing some weights around. So from there the football go. background, but, uh, so <laughs> what manifested your love for letter forms before we go into how good type started? Like where did yeah. this obsession, maybe a minor know, obsession start? It, it was, I can't think of exactly when I know in college, um, I had to do a project is in one of my design classes. And I only took one design class, graphic design class, because it was back before it was really a thing. <laughs> and um, I we had to do this sort of like Photoshop layering kind of art project. And so I came down to Austin and started photographing a lot of the uh, art graffiti and murals, because there's a ton of it here. And I just immediately fell in love with anything that had to do with type typography, lettering, graffiti. And eventually I just, I don't know. I, I had, it was like, it was like a thing and, you know, people would give me books on, on typography and lettering. And I kind of became known as like, that was one of my favorite, favorite art forms. And, um, yeah, it just kind of, it kind of grew over time. And then with, you know, with social media, it became easier to, to see it. it it was a great instagram was a great resource for it well that so, kind of segues into the next question then with instagram yeah. so how did good type come about where did it come from the name how did it yep. the, the idea how did it start like i i know a little bit about it but i think it's a really cool yeah. story yeah so um as i became a little bit more obsessed with the art form of lettering and typography i noticed on instagram um there it was all over the place you you know it became sort of a place to go to seek it out and to see it and to find it especially with hashtags and everything like that and i would screenshot you know any any time i saw something that inspired me or i, I loved or you know i didn't want it to go away <laughs> i would just screenshot it I had so many screenshots uh, on my phone. I ran room and I was just I was really sad. I didn't know what to do with all of this great art. And so I was like, I should just unload it on Instagram myself and then just tag the artist. So, you know, I don't get in trouble and they, you know, get exposure if I have any followers. I did it for me mm-hmm. personally. So I could kind of go back and look and see all of the awesome art that I collected. I, I, I was, I've always been sort of a curator. I've had a knack for collecting things and so the next thing I knew good type sort of started becoming a thing and people are hashtagging and tagging good type to 
for, you know, to get a feature. And I'm like, well, this is awesome. The next thing I know, good type had 10,000 followers in like a matter of months. And I was like, this is a thing, like people like this, you know, I'm not the only one that has a love for letters. And I think what was kind of cool, there were other, I mean, I think there was maybe one or two accounts similar, but or something like it, uh, but they weren't necessarily consistently tagging the artist or, you know, you didn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. And I try to make it a point to do that. Um, Or if I didn't know who it was, or if I just found it, or it was like type in the wild, I just, you know, saw something around, I would ask the question, who did this, you know? And, um, And then, yeah, we eventually, I say we, we now, it was just me uh, about a year ago. Um, And now it's like going on 750,000 followers, which is incredible and insane all at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really cool though. Yeah. It's awesome. I I remember it literally at the early days, like my, my buddy Joey Bearbauer and I, like I got the follow from good type one day and I'm like, Holy shit, dude. Oh my God. Uh, good type followed me and then like two days later he hit me up like oh my god good type followed me too so that was like it was it was big just two small Iowa boys so yeah. it, it was it was a really big deal to us at the time so it's been wild watching everything just elevate so much you're definitely the most yeah. consistent and you're, you're giving back to the creative community because you said at the beginning it was about you but it's I mean for me it's a very selfless thing selfish turned into selfless and it's mm-hmm. much more than that. So how has the power of this side project changed your life? I know you just quit your day job as of the yeah. day. I'll drink yeah, a margarita I, for you tonight. Yeah. Pour one out for me. Thanks, Scotty. <laughs> um, you know, having the freedom now to do this full time is really, it's, that's changed everything. Um, and just knowing that I can pursue this full time and do this for me and you know, what good type is about is, is kind of what it's all about and how this side project really on, you know, a higher level has changed my life. It's allowed me to connect with artists and people in this community, you know, people from all over the world, which is really incredible. I have one-on-one conversations with people literally on every corner of a globe. And, um, it's, that's the power of social media and Mm -hmm. to be able to do this full time is quite incredible. And I, you know, if you can, if you, you know, if you have something that you want to do, if you have a project you're working on, just don't stop. I've been at it for almost four years now and you know, today's the day. And so it's, it's pretty awesome. And I just encourage anyone, just don't stop. And there are people that, you know, they want to work for someone else and that's fine too, but you can always figure out a way to pursue your passion in whatever capacity. Agreed. Yeah. It gives me some hope. I've been trucking along for three years. Yeah. Full speed. So this, this is really cool to see and see all my other friends taking their side projects to a, a, a monetized business. So it gives me hope for sure that I'm on the right track. Absolutely. And in the grand scheme of life, three years is going to be a blip. And mm-hmm. even if it's three, five, six, seven years, you know, because you learn so much no matter where you are in your project or whatever it is you're doing. It's just, you know, you're on you're on the time you're supposed to be and uh, just, just keep at it. Well, and the fact you're having fun and it doesn't feel like work in the first place, like that's when you yeah. know your, your internal compass or your creative intuition is pulling you to the person you're supposed to become with this side project. So absolutely, when a hobby turns into more. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
So I don't want people to think that this podcast is all about a highlight reel and how successful you are, how successful I am, because I feel like I haven't done a damn thing yet. But I, I want people to see the struggle that goes into this the day in day out. So what are the, what are some of the things that you struggled with in making time for this? Because that's a stress on time. It can be a stress on relationship, even just stress on finances. So yeah, it's all, I mean, all three, honestly, the biggest struggle I had, and it was also the most rewarding was the book. Um, I wanted to do a book and, um, it was the time it took to correspond with 196 artists from 32 countries. I vastly underestimated. Um, and time is, is the real, is the real biggest challenge, honestly, because I have, I had a full-time job and so finances weren't necessarily a thing, but then once I got into the book, I also under underestimated the, you know, how much it would cost to ship one book overseas and it's about $60. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, so I did not financially gain from that. Uh, but that wasn't the point. The point was to create an amazing book to bring all of these artists together and to show the world, this art form and how it's shared by everyone. And, um, I know, you know, about three, two or three years ago, I was receiving requests and inquiries about a book of this nature that sort of reflected the good type feed that showed the work in progress and also the final piece. Um, and so in the end, yes, I'm still actually facing challenges from that Kickstarter, but it's been so, so rewarding and has allowed me to work on a second book, um, or a book, a revised edition of the first book. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a ton of challenges, but you have to know no matter what challenge you're facing, you're going to learn something. And whether it's a closed door or, you know, whether it's, you know, a bunch of no's or whatever, you just have to look at that and say, okay, this is, this is going to steer me in another direction. And it's supposed to, um, and you can't let, you know, the downs get you down. You just got to keep going because in the end, if you look back and you didn't have any challenges or anything like that, what did you learn? You know, where are you? You're not that much further than you were. In my opinion, that's how I feel. I feel like so. you're like giving me a motivational speech right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, I'm going to take a snippet of that. That's totally going to be the intro for the podcast. So that was yeah. great. You're bringing a lot of energy. I'm not used to people matching mine. So this is great. Oh, I think, you know, it kind of reflecting, reflecting here. So yes, yes, yes. I'm feeding off of it. So yeah. strength in letters. You're talking about this is a community. You're working with so many people across the globe, sharing everybody's work. Like this shit is bananas. How many people are using this hashtag right now? It's the tagline, the mission, the motto. How yeah, did this come yeah. about? How did you think about it? Were you just like sitting there on your bike or on your bike ride and strength and letters came in your head or where did <laughs> it, it come from? It wasn't actually that cool. It was, uh, I think like three years ago, somebody tagged me ta- or tagged good type. Um, she, I don't think she was a lettering artist. She just like scribbled it on a piece of paper and tagged good type. And I just happened to catch the tag because at the, at the level of the good type or, or the Instagram account is now I don't catch all the tags. Um, I just happened to catch it and I was like, Oh my God, that's genius. And I was like, yes, strength and letters. Like that's exactly what we are. And I kind of marinated on it for a while. And I was like, this has to be our motto, our, you know, our tagline, because the community, this community is unlike any other community I've ever, I mean, I haven't really been involved in other art communities like this. And it's really incredible how everyone just 
build each other up and you know everyone is so positive and we truly are strength in letters through our through our work through our communication and um you know you don't you don't see like not to laugh but you don't see like a community or anything like uh oil on canvas you know or any other sort of art form where Mm -hmm. everyone's just like and there might be i just am not aware but everyone's just like so up in each other's biz and just like yeah look at you you know keep going and look at my buddy here and just it's it's such a cool community to be a part of and to get all of the positive feedback that I get from everyone is also really cool and strength in letters just seems to really fit um, uh, what we're doing. I, I think that's really cool. And it kind of reminds you of something that Bob Ewing, he was just on the last interview and he said something, you know, if you're envious or jealous of other people's work, turn it around and celebrate other people's work. And I see yep. that a lot on the good type feeds and comments, you know, I'll see some mm-hmm. of my homies get features and I'm like, hell yeah, I see you over here. Yeah, F dot yeah. Eric or Terrence or <laughs> yeah. Dan Lee, someone getting like that. It makes me happy. And I want to celebrate other people's success. So we are all in this together. Strength in letters is an awesome community. And uh, it is just a power, powerful thing that I'm, I'm happy to be a part of, I guess. So yeah. yeah. Likewise. On top of this book, I know we kind of already talked about the book and even Mm -hmm. a second book coming around. So Mm -hmm. you also created the Good Type Scholarship Award. Can you Mm -hmm. tell the audience a little bit more about this and who it pertains to? Because I believe you just kind of did your first scholarship somewhat recently. So I haven't haven't awarded it yet. Um, So when I started Good Type and started the book and started seeing where Good Type was going and it was, you know, really ramping up. Um, I was like, I want to, I want to sort of create something that's, that's beyond me and sort of create something that goes beyond just exposing the artist to a large platform. And I had to sit and kind of think about it a while. I am personally buried in student loans, student debt and. Amen. Uh, me too. <laughs> yeah. I have some questions to ask you on how you took this to your full-time business sometime yeah. off air. Yeah, totally. Happy to chat about that. Um, And so I thought to myself, you know, that would be really cool if I could use this platform, if everyone just donated a dollar, you know, through whatever it is I was doing. And so when I did the the book on Kickstarter, I wanted to put aside a dollar for every book backed into a scholarship fund. And being that our following is 60% international, I wanted to figure out a way that everyone could apply any, you know, wouldn't, you know, leave anyone out. And so I decided in order to give myself enough time to sort of build that out and create that in a way that would, it would be fair. Um, I'm going to wait until the scholarship reaches $10,000. Um, and with all of the initiatives we have coming up, um, I don't think it's going to take too long for it to reach that amount. Um, and then I'm going to sort of figure out a way that I can have anyone and everyone apply Um, because it's, you know, higher education or design school or whatever will definitely help you get to the next step. Um, it's really expensive. (laughs) Not everyone has access to those, you know, kind of, kind of funds. And so I want to, uh, use the scholarship as a way to, you know, to keep, keep people going to school and keep, keep the education in, in the arts going. And because it's, it's super important to me and it's super important to not have, 
anyone feel like they can't do something they want to do because of money. So that's that's an awesome initiative, and I, I think that's a great goal to reach to. I'm definitely curious on how you're raising money outside of the book, too. Um, also, you recently just attended South by Southwest, and yeah. is this your first year doing a good type segment within it? Did you it do it last is. night? Okay. Uh, I didn't. I just attended you know, not as a speaker or a panelist or anything last year, just by myself, checking out tunes and going to things. So this year it was really cool to actually be a part of interactive and be a panelist and, uh, hang out with Adam Vicarell. <laughs> Is that how you say his name? Vicarell or Vicarell? I think, I think it's Vicarell. Vicarell. Okay. I've been, I've been, me. <laughs> I've been saying Vicarell this whole time, but Adam, <laughs> I think we actually met through like commenting on good type stuff and Adam's become a good friend of mine all through social media it's wild so can you tell us a little bit about the panel it was good type and its influence on style how did this go about did you set this up did someone ask you yeah so a good friend of mine kelly krause she's actually head of south by interactive um we ride bikes together and we had a conversation on the bike and she was like you need to come do something you need to speak something at south by because you know good types doing things and you guys have a lot of fun things to say i'm sure and so i was like yeah let's do it i was a little reluctant because i don't love public speaking but i'm gonna have to get over that uh so anyway i uh, invited three local designers uh one of them being bobby dixon uh and another one lauren dickens and then drew lakin and we decided we the design track was full for for the panels and so we got in on the style track and we're like okay how are we going to make this you know sort of weave this in and make it work and so we kind of sat down and put our heads together and uh bobby and i came up with how lettering and typography influences style and so bobby sort of took us through the decades, they all took us back and then brought us to the modern times. And Bobby did it through hip hop. And he talked about uh, Cooper Black. And he talked about, you know, black letters. And he went through the whole thing and how a lot of it is making a resurgence. And, uh, and then Lauren took us through lettering and typography and its influence in basketball. And she showed us you know, logos from the seventies and basketball logos now, and they're almost exactly the same, but they went through this crazy, like gradient, you know, sort of three looking time period. And, um, and then Drew took us back to like old type specimens and then compared them to modern type specimens and, you know, in badges or hats or, you know, t-shirts and kind of how everything is going through this sort of throwback phase. And, the old school way of lettering and typography is making a resurgence. And so that was kind of what our panel was about. And we got a lot of good feedback and a good turnout. So it was a lot of fun. It's like a nerd's dream. If you're like a typographic nerd, like I say we are. So, yeah. Um, And then Adam taught, is it two hand lettering workshops? So he did. They're the same workshop. Um, They filled up super fast. So uh, it was, it was good that he had an opportunity to do it twice um, he did the basics of hand lettering and it's just sort of, it was three hours. Each workshop is three hours and it was about 50 to 60 people, Damn. Um, um, per class. Yeah, it was, it was pretty nuts. And he knocked it out of the park. He did such a good job. He's, he's, he is quite a character. Uh, he's got that like sort of contagious, happy spirit. And he's he's awesome. a goofy dude. He, he's got to get, <laughs> yeah. got to get him on the show sometime. So absolutely. Yeah. Y'all would have fun. Um, 
Yeah, so he just he took everyone through the basics of hand lettering and sort of went through the structures of a letter and had everyone by the end of the class uh, letter any word that they wanted to. So they had sort of a takeaway. And what was really cool is one gentleman came up to me at the end of the second class. He was from UK and he was just like, he came up to me, he was kind of in awe, and he was just like, this was one of the best things I've attended the South by. And I was like, wow, really? And uh, he was like, you know, we're all about, you know, the latest gadget and the newest computer, or the, you know, the latest software or whatever. He's like, and this is really all I needed. And he, he held up a pencil. He was like, to sit here and put pencil to paper, he was like, that's all I needed. And he's like, nothing can replace that ever. And he just, just, you know, had nothing but great things to say about the workshop, which was really cool. Awesome. Yeah. So obviously Adam didn't, didn't get into vectorizing or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it was just the basics, which was really cool. Where do you see Good Tide going in the next five years? I mean, did you even see it getting like this within the last two years? You know, after you got the 10,000 kept in a roll, did you just think it was going to be a feature account or? Yeah, kind of. You know, I wasn't really sure. I knew, you know, I was going to start making moves, doing the book and see where that would take me. But, you know, there I feel like there's such sort of an awkward uh, void in the um, accessibility of education right now. And so we're sort of in the nascent stages of developing an education side of things. Um, but overall, overarching, like higher level in the next five years, I would love to see Good Type be a physical space, you know, where letterers, creatives can come do workshops or, you know, you could have, you know, we're going to drink all the coffee. <laughs> People can come and, you know, enthusiasts can come check out artwork and learn about lettering artists and can be a resource for clients to find hand lettering artists and phys- physical space and online. And yeah, just a place to celebrate the art form of, of the lettering, of the lettering arts. And so, um, it would, yeah, it would be really cool to have an actual physical space, like a gallery dedicated to, to lettering. Don't see a problem. You making it happen. You're pretty yeah. driven. So we'll see. We'll see. So what's one piece of advice you would give to creatives who are just starting off like like where I was, not sure of myself, not confident at all, or maybe they have started a side project, they're a little stagnant, maybe they're in a creative funk. What is a piece of advice you would give to these people who just feel like, oh my God, I just need a feature to show that I'm worthwhile? Yeah, exactly that. Don't do that. Um, honestly, stop comparing yourself. Like, just don't do that. You know, as, as it is said, comparison is the greatest thief of joy. It really just focus on you and what you're doing. And if it's making you happy, keep doing it. Because if you don't stop, you're gonna, you're gonna get better. Um, whatever it is you're doing, just stick with it. And you're going to feel like, you know, some days you actually are going to compare yourself to, you know, Bob Ewing or yourself. And, uh, just don't do that. Just stick, stick to stick, stick with it. If you have to compare yourself, do it in a way that you're learning and not actually getting down on yourself. Um, and yeah, just, just keep going because you're going to learn everything you need to know along the way. And, um, just don't give up because if it makes you happy, then why would you give up? And the second you compare yourself to someone who may be, has been doing it, you know, five or 10 years longer than you, of course, you're not going to be that good. Um, or as good, but you no, know, there are people that are probably comparing themselves to you thinking, Oh, I'll never be that good. 
and um, just know that whatever it is you're doing is incredible and just stick with it. Awesome. Two rapid fire questions real quick. You've had time to prepare for this one. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Margarita pizza from Home Slice here in Austin, Texas. It's hands down my favorite. Um, yeah, margarita. All, all right. The way. I'll have to check that when we visit family in Austin. Uh-huh. Serif, Sanskrit, or script? What's your favorite? So, oh, I said that wrong. Serif, Sanskrit, or script? Serif. Sorry. Yeah. That's like asking you what your favorite pizza is, right? <laughs> Buffalo so chicken. Like, yeah. Oh, well, okay. So you do <laughs> have one um all of the above they all just have they all have this you know particular space that they live in so beautifully and honestly though i will say like if i do see a a a bold crisp clean all caps sans serif you know like future bold or something like that and it's like on a tote i'm gonna go soup that tote up real quick <laughs> um, I don't know what it is. If I see, you know, on the side of a building or whatever, like on I'm your hat like, right now, some oh, yeah, stuff. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I love a beautiful script with a lot of flourishes or without. I just, I love it all, all of the above. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a script dude, so script yeah, at yeah. first. Script first. So the other ones are a lot, a lot harder for me. Serifs. Those damn serifs are so hard to get right. Yeah, there's a lot of perfection that happens. I feel like you, well, I don't know that you have room for, you know, a little bit of error in scripts, but with uh, serifs, it's a little bit, a little bit hard, a little bit more challenging. Thank you so much for your time right now. Where can people go to find you personally, if you want them to, and yeah. good type? So me personally, super boring. It's probably going to be me like riding my bike or walking my dog on Instagram. It's Brooke the Sun Surfer. Um, and then me professionally, you can find me creating content or curating artwork at goodtype.us. Um, that's about it. And on Instagram at goodtype. <laughs> at good so kind of a big <laughs> deal there. Hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully next time we're talking or chatting, you know, you hit that 1 million mark. Like that would, it's going to happen. How crazy is that? I want a a party where all of my lettering peeps, we all come together in one room and we high five each other and we're all like, it's you in real life. And we're calling each other by each other's Instagram handles. (laughs) And we're like, wait, what's your name in real life? (laughs) Like I I, honestly, I think you need to get to conferences and stuff like creative South or, I mean, you did South by Southwest, but these creative niche conferences, weapons of mass creation, like, or have a vendor booth or even be a speaker. So mm-hmm. I plan on it now that I'm doing this full time. I think I'm going to, I'm going to get on the horn and start. Oh, I think it'd be huge. Like, especially yeah. there's huge lettering nuts in all these communities. And yeah, I think you would provide a lot of value to people. Plus people just want to say what's up to Brooke. So yeah, like, Oh my God, you featured me. So <laughs> all right. Well, That'd cool. Again, thank you so much for your time. It's great to actually have a face to face conversation. So hopefully we yeah. can grab a coffee sometime down the road when I'm in Austin next. And yeah, I would love that. Awesome. Well, well, thank you, Scotty. I appreciate you having me. No problem. This is this is my thing now. This is me being bigger outside of art. So trying to give back to the community as well. So you've inspired me. Well, likewise, and you're doing it, brother. Enjoy the uh, 16 cent queso. Yep, and the dollar sixteen margaritas. And the dollar sixteen margaritas. Have one for me. Cheers to you. (laughs) 
man, how cool is that? And how cool is Brooke? Seriously, she's doing some amazing things for the creative community and getting to finally talk to her face to face was an absolute honor. She is too cool. And I hope you found some value in this episode. And if you are finding value in the show, the best way that you can give back is by not only just leaving a nice review over on iTunes that helps other people find it as well. Let them know what the show is about, but also sharing it on social media. That's been the biggest way that this show has been growing as of late. And finally, if you want to help keep the show going as well from a monetary perspective, you can go and donate over at Perspective Podcast Patreon page. You can donate $1, $3, $5, etc. per episode to help me keep taking this show to where it needs to be as I still try to grind outside the day job to keep this going. As always, I need to give a big thank you to Nick Jenkins of Bluka for all the theme music you hear on this show. You can hear more of his work over at SoundCloud.com slash Bluka, that's B-L-O-O-K-A-H. And I also need to give a big thank you to you for lending me time out of your existence to listen to the show. And as you finish out the week strong, I just want to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work, and keep creating. You got this. We'll be right back.